love one thing and let the other thing go or, you know, fucking just let it all go. Yeah. So you couldn't do it? You in that situation? Uh, I, I mean, I don't know, you know. Uh, I mean, if they've been friends forever, you yeah. know, I wouldn't really have a problem with they it. They were but, friends forever, but she doesn't, her friend doesn't like me. Well, it's because you're a straight guy and you stole her away from her. Yeah, that's basically what it is. She that's, has feelings for it. Rose yeah. didn't have those feelings for her. She just wanted to be friends. And then when they found out we were, me and her were together, she would do a whole hissy fit. Oh, then that's not a real friend. Exactly my point. That's exactly what I was trying to say. She, yes. she tries to give chances to people. I'm mm-hmm. like, you can't place Catholic Save a Home no more when you're in a relationship and you're trying to build a family. Right. Yeah, you got to think differently now. Like, we're not that. Yeah, I mean, now, if it was just like, you know, if you two were like a swinging couple or something, like you guys didn't really have a label to anything, then there wouldn't be issues, you know? No, her friend's main issue was she only remembered me from Grove. Oh. So, I... I I mean, I get her understanding. I get her understanding. Because her first impression of you was not what we knew of you in the past. But she was the one, she was also coming over and partying with us. You took part of all the negativity I brought out. And had fun. But see, that's that's major. That's most people's issues is that, you know, even though that they were there, they still don't want to be associated. Associated. Yeah. You know, so it's yeah. kind of like, well, then why did you show up in the first that's, place? That was my whole thing. Why well, show up and then dial me behind my back? Like, oh, you're such a bad person. Bitch, you was there doing the bad shit with me. Right. Like, you was there having right. a good old time with all my parties. You were there. Now, all of a sudden, it's a problem because I'm dating one of your friends. Yes, that's fucked up. You feel me? Like that, I, that, That's like a frenemy. That's the... That's a frenemy. And that's what I was trying to explain to her. I'm like, I'm not mad about it, but I'm like, I don't think you understand that this... What nothing aggravates me more to my soul than somebody that's trying to be sneaky. Yeah. Don't, don't try to... Don't try to downplay my intelligence and don't try to be sneaky with me. And then ask to come stay tonight because you don't got nowhere to go. Right. So obviously her life's not together. She's probably jealous that Rose is getting her life together. So, you know, jealousy is a funny fucking thing in our DNA, man. And it's not like everybody's jealous. Everybody has. Well, everybody is jealous is because I mean, there's insecurities inside certain things of relationships that you know a lot of couples don't want to talk about and shit. You know. You know, for most men, it's usually the the side of like, you know, if another alpha dog comes along, you know, you got to try to either match his alpha dog if you know your girl's into that type of shit, you know, or you know. That's a that's a whole nother thing, and I want to ask you that question: Is would you bring your girl around another man that's maybe more established in you? Would would your insecurities come in? Uh, they they would, but I wouldn't let them be shown. Um, I mean, if I would to do that, uh, just because you know, if she sees something in him, you know that you know I'm lacking or something, if that's what she's actually striving for. I mean, I can't really be you know too mad at it. I mean, especially nowadays, Fuck I can't be. That. It's called trust and loyalty. It is. It is. You know, but it's not here anymore because you know you got so many fucking. 
dating apps and people being found on dating apps even though they're married or they're in a relationship and then they're like oh well it's because I'm just trying to make new friends or I'm right. just you know trying to be a social butterfly or right. you know but you know there's always somebody's hidden agenda you know everybody's got a hidden agenda they got a goal and once they conquer that goal either they're gonna let somebody know about it or they're just gonna quietly say I accomplished what I was looking for and that's the difference between a hero and a fucking villain, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You heard about all that abortion shit going on? That law, whatever? I actually haven't read into it. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Well, what it is, is it's like they're, they're, I don't know, it's the Christianity thing, you know, with no abortions and shit. And, like, they passed a law that, like... They passed a law here? Not here. It was in Alabama. Oh, down south. And uh, it's a no abortion law. Like, if she got pregnant by whatever it, whatever the case may be. So she gets raped. So she gets raped and has a kid by rape. You have to, you keep, have the to kid. keep that kid. That's a law? Yeah, that's that's in that law. Down south? Down in Alabama, yeah. Just in Alabama right no. now. Yeah. You gotta remember the south, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to poke fun at religion, but the south is huge. No, they're definitely... They're all about religion. I just kept you know, seeing shit on Facebook about it, and I didn't know what it was. So I never said nothing. Because I didn't you know I'll be looking into that shit. Like, right. I don't have abortions, so yeah. I didn't know I mean, what the I'm, fuck it was. I'm pro-choice, you know? I mean... Uh, yeah, I think so, too. It's got to be pro It's their you know, body. It is. But then again, though, I mean... Some if, girls do take advantage. They do. I mean, especially, you know, if you knew what... I mean, because most women do, like, if that's the man that they're looking for, they do try to trap you that way. Yeah, and then if they, they can't, some money. yeah, and if they can't trap you that way, and you do end up knocking them up, they will quietly go off and have an abortion, because now you know what I mean. That person's going to deny it. You're going to spend a few years in court trying to get child, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, shit payments and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's 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 crazy, man. I mean, because women, when it comes to pregnancy, man, I mean, it's 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 a touchy subject because like a lot of women you know, like, are pro-choice, some women are hardly against abortion, they kind of, like, you know, they look at it the old 1800 way of, like, you had that kid, you better take care of that kid, you know, just, because, it, you know, it's a gift from God, you know what I mean, you created life, and it's your objective now to take care of that life, not so much as, like, you know, actually, like, take care of it, because there's things in life that you gotta learn on your own, I can't teach you, you know, certain shit, you know, I can teach you how to defend yourself, carry yourself well, and you know feed yourself you know because you know that old saying you know you can either give a man a fish and he can eat for a day or you can teach him how to fish and he'll you know fish for life right, right, right. but is it necessarily life. a god given gift if it's something that was taken from you if they took you i mean i mean rape rape is different yeah. you know rape or like an abusive uh relationship yeah, yeah, yeah. where like he like you know that's the only way he gets off, which is that's a toxic relationship. I would suggest you get out of that shit. <laughs> Unless you're into that shit. Yeah, some people... That's another know. thing, Getting out of a bad relationship. But it's also about how strong that person's mind is. I mean, if, they are, if they're weak-minded, they're always going to find that fucking struggle because that's all their brain has said this is what life's about. So what I found, and no disrespect to women... But I find that a lot of women find it harder to get out of bad relationships because a part of them likes that toxic shit.
shit, still going, good shit. Yeah, but a lot of women like that toxic relationship type shit, and they also have issues with their past where this kind of brings them a sense of peace, or they're just sticking around because they got somebody. Even if the well, that, that takes us back to, you know, people don't want to be alone. I mean... I don't mind really being alone. I have come to learn to love myself. I know myself. I know what I like. I know what I hate. You know, I know what I can tolerate, I guess. Yeah. Um, but that's all it is. I mean, because if you can't really find yourself, you're not really going to find, like, I'm not saying there's the one out there, but there is that one person that can see you just like you see yourself. You no. know? Nope. Never. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think that perfect soulmate shit is real. Because it's that would be boring. If you actually found somebody that was perfect for you, you you'd lose interest so fast. It's the bad shit that keeps you in it longer. Because if you care, you want to get through it. This is true. You hitting this again? I'll take one more hit. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I mean, it, you know, it's it's. I do. I mean, even if you're in a relationship with them or just friends, you know what I mean? Like I've had girls I've come across. And they've told me, they're like, you know, I don't know why you're not in a serious relationship. Like, why don't you have a girlfriend? It's like, well, I do enjoy my peace. You know, it's not that I wouldn't put up with that shit, but I do enjoy my peace. I like, you know what I mean, waking up and just, you know, what does Josh want to do? Not what I need to do for everybody else. And it's not that I wouldn't do that. Would you do it for the right one? Yeah. But what if the right one came with shit that you didn't like? Well, then I'd have to learn to, to... you know, like it or, or cope with it and, and that's it, what I mean like there's no perfect soulmate then because if there's things you don't like as long as you care enough you'll still stick with the relationship right but if you can get a good 90 to like 60% of that person understanding you uh, 70-30 he said if you can get a 70-30 balance in your relationship he's like you're okay well yeah and, we, and, I, and I've had exes where it was 60-40, 70-30 here and there, 100-100 here and there, 50-50 lots of times, yeah. and then it ended up bad. Well, it, it, you know, it's all about how you, you know, I guess, whatever world you bring that person into at that time, you know? Yeah. It's also got a lot to do with age, well, yeah. um, stability, and income. Definitely, Stuff like that. the older we get, definitely your income. I think when I was younger, I spent way much more time trying to be everything for her instead of trying to figure me out and yeah. be perfect for me. Because I could be ten times further than I am right now if I didn't let a female in that not even a female that relationship keep me held back. I was supposed to go to school in Detroit. I got accepted, started, and then came back from my ex. I would have been done <laughs> years ago. <laughs> like, I literally moved to the city that weekend. My whole family moved me down there. And like that next couple days, I had to come back home because I couldn't do nothing. You know how disappointing that shit is? That's, uh, that's, I mean, we've all done that for certain relationships, sacrifice something. For that greater part of what we thought would be great. So I guess, okay. So to a newcomer, a boy growing up, just realizing love and getting into relationships, would your advice be to him, do everything you want first and wait and hope you find love? Or sacrifice now when you find it? That's a hard one. 
That's that's your deep shit. That's the weed. <laughs> that shit got. I don't know because I feel like I'm that boy that you just described growing up. You are. I'm you know? that boy that sacrificed early for love. Yeah. You are the boy that grew up to the man that you you put your love on hold to do what you can do and will do as a man first now. Yeah. And then you're going to hopefully find love. But my thing is, what if you don't find it because you waited so long? And here I am, found it a few times because I took the, I, I jumped. I mean, I don't know. You know what, would you, what would you tell a boy at 21 and in I, love? Honestly, right now, to, to be truthful, is just find the balance between the two. I mean, if you're going to do it, find the balance. Um, you know, or spend... One day, you know, like you said, you know, 60, 40, you know what I mean? Like 60% one day with her and then do go 40% for yourself and then flop it. Go do 60% for yourself and then spend 40% of time with her. Okay, here's a scenario. Walter Brown is madly in love with Stacy Kapowski. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're in love. 100, 100 all the way. They want to get married and family he can see his whole life in her eyes he loves her and she loves him walter just got offered a scholarship to a to fucking harvard for free everything paid for but he has to leave her behind what would you tell walter to do well i mean the cliche answer would say you know follow your heart yeah that's bullshit but i mean you know, your heart and your mind will lead you into places, you know, because if our brain, you know, has the infinite space like the universe, you know, and your heart only has so much capacity to love because there is, you know, a syndrome of broken heart syndrome that you can die from. Um, it's tough, man. Uh, I mean, but you got to trust your gut. I mean, if your gut says stay, you know, like if you, that little voice in the back of your head says stay. And then, like, you know, you go talk to a few of your closest friends that you know is not going to bullshit you. Um, you know, you just, I, I think, honestly, you know, a lot of people should start thinking with their gut. I mean. So, you're Walter. You want to stay. I'm your closest friend. I'm telling you to go. Mm-hmm. Then what? Because you know, deep down, you'll never get this chance again. Right. To go to an Ivy League school and have the greatest career. But also, you might never fall in love like this again. This is true, but, you know, it's kind of like, you know, um, let's see, I don't know, man, I mean, I believe in soiling your royal oats, you know what I mean, going around, plucking flowers, you know, doing, doing your thing, you know what I mean, because, like, if you really, I mean, if you found yourself in that person already, and you know you can't do no better than this person, then you gotta... I don't know. It's tricky, it's hard, man. It's man. hard it's because hard. <laughs> it is hard because it's like it's either either I mean, way. Because my right. sister and her husband married young. You know, they married at twenty something years old. They've been together for almost a decade. And I guarantee you, they both in the back of their head, even today, even though they love each other to death, they still, wish they would have done. They wish they would have done something different. Right? Because you know you, like 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 me, I've you know I've soiled my royal oats. You've done your kind of royal oats, just a little different. You know, mine's yeah. been not relationship. You know, yours has been relationships. Yeah. So, you know, our oats have been soiled differently. It's not like you locked yourself down with just one girl. I mean, you did for a little while, but you still soiled here and there. Yeah, I soiled here and there. 
you know, just like other people. So, I mean, you can't grow in the same pot, you know, especially depending on where you want to go with your future. If you think that you can be a solid tree in life and you can branch out and you can do amazing things with your fucking life, then do not let one little opportunity, even if you think you can't love this person or find another love like this person, you can't grow in that pot, dude. You're only gonna, you're, you're, you may grow into that little bit of a tree and then that's where you stop. You know, you may get one acorn, two, you know, but that's it. So you tell them to go to school? Pretty much. Because. Your dreams. You got to. Because if you don't, man, you're, you, what are you really gonna succeed at? Sure, you're, you have a stable life, you're content with what's going on at this young age. But in the back of your mind, would you rather die knowing that you went out and experienced things or die knowing that you only had this one true love, but yet you always knew that, like, you at least wanted to try something different? Well, that's regret. Right. If you don't, if the kid doesn't feel regret yet, then he would die okay. But you, but we're always, we're, we're, we're curious creatures by nature. You know, we're always going to stick our hand in at least one fire and get burned just because we yeah. want to see the burn, Yeah. you know, or feel it. Yeah. If you've never experienced a burn or growth, then, I mean, what are you really growing into? I mean, you know, I get it. Everybody has their, their pick of the litter and shit like that, you know, and I'm kind of like an oddball, you know, but yet, you know, whatever. think you you've used all the time you needed to to yeah. sell your royal oats or do you feel like you're at the point now where it's time to settle down oh i am time to settle down i'm 30 years old you know I've, I've i've spent since fucking eight years old from eight till fucking probably 25 26 when i really started slowing down i've done so fucking much and cause so much fucking pain to people and pain onto myself and fucking experience growth and experience death and I don't regret none of it you know I kind of did for those few few years where I was kind of battling depression and the thought of like you know just you know we fucked you know we fucked over you know you know everybody you know everybody fucks everybody at one point you know whether it be you know what I mean? Whether it be physically, mentally, pocket-wise, whatever, you're always going to get screwed somewhere. Yeah. I, by one of your closest friends that you didn't think would do that. And it would be by accident sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, because nobody, you know, each party would just like, wow, that actually happened. You know? I mean, it all depends on what you want to experience in life, I guess. You know, I, I chose the harder route. I chose Count Milajaro, or whatever the fucking mountain's called. <laughs> I chose that route. I chose the mountain over a lot of people who chose the fucking mole hills and the little baby hills and the sand traps. I chose the fucking mountain because I always felt in the back of my mind, and I guess maybe it was because of football and that God feeling that I had and what I did do with that power in that time with good and bad on it because, you know, I stuck up for kids who couldn't stick up for themselves and I bullied kids who fucking, you know, tried to bully kids, you know? So like I, I was the good and the evil and a balance of things because I, I, life is about balance. And if you can't find balance, 
because you're going to have to do awful things to get the reward. And even if you die trying, you knew that you died trying. Yeah, good Richard, I try. 50 cents. You know? <laughs> and sure, there's some things that I'll admit. I, I'm not doing that. I'm scared. I'm fucked at. You know what I mean? I'm not afraid to admit I'm going to lay an egg right here. I'll be a chicken. You know? <laughs> I can be a duck. I can be a goat. I can be a wolf. You she know what I mean? Eggs? Yeah. Ducks do too. But I mean, you know, it's just... It all depends on what that action calls for at that moment is what I've learned in life. You know, you can be whatever that action calls for. You can be the person that speaks up, you know, like on a bus. Like you've seen that, you know, that chick pushed that old dude off the bus and he died. You know, if I was on that bus, I would have been in that chick's face. Like, what the fuck is your problem? What the fuck is your issue, dude? Like, nobody on that bus did that. I would have been there. Like, what the fuck is... What the fuck? Well, that's because most people rather record the problem than actually get in between it and stop right. it. Right. But it's because, you know, everybody wants to get into heaven, but nobody wants to die. Is the Marines, Army, everybody says that in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's true. That's, that's legit shit now. You know, everybody around here wants to go to heaven. They want to go to Valhalla, whatever the hell they believe in, in their, their shit. But nobody's willing to die for it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I there's certain things that I will fucking jump in the fucking heat of the fire for if I fucking truly believe in that. Yeah. And I will die believing in that. Yeah. You know? But, you know, like I said, and there's also times where it's kind of like, I know that's not my problem. And I'm not going to intervene in that because that's just, I know smart decision-making now, you know, there's certain problems that you do need to get into. And there's certain problems that you're just like, you know what, that's their problem. So what if you was like, say, okay, me, I'm your dude, closest guy, we, we're stick of thieves and you see me doing something wrong in my relationship on the side or like, uh. You, you catch me out with another girl at fucking Wendy's getting the four for four, mm-hmm. <laughs> knowing I'm in a whole other relationship. Mm-hmm. Do you step in and be like, yo, Josh, what are you doing? Or you my guy, do you just, you know, hey, fuck it, that's his shit. If I knew that you were serious about that person, I, I might pull the JD out of scrubs on you. I'd whisper in your ear, like, hey, man, you know, what's, what's going on? You know, like, I mean, but if I knew you know that that you weren't really serious about that girl that you are dating and I do see you with another girl then that's my homie doing his thing okay so it's about how much how much I care yeah gotcha that's a good answer because I think I'd probably do the same maybe not when we were younger I could probably care less but oh yeah when I was younger I I would give no fucks dude when we're older now I'd probably say so especially if y'all like together together yeah I mean, like, if I knew you guys were engaged and shit like that, and you guys, like, truly were a tight-knit couple, then, yeah, I would probably step in. Like, not, like, why you're on your thing, but, like, when it's just you and me. I wouldn't embarrass you like that because, you know what I mean? That's still what you're doing. But, you know, on the side, I was like, hey, man, you know, what's going on? Like, you know, you ain't got to tell me everything, but, you know, what's up? I know know a girl, right? She's about to get married. You know, she loves her man, but she still feels negativities and doubts. Mm-hmm. She feels like she should still, like, right before she gets married, she should, like, have one more fling. It's because she hasn't soiled enough. She is a, she's a, I would have to say that type of person 
is, is like she me. wrong? Is she wrong for feeling that way? No, she's not because she's kind of like got my attitude of life. You know, it's she hasn't done enough to make her feel like she can settle down yet. Yeah. You know, because like, and then like settling to a pessimist is the hardest thing for us to do because like we will try to find the littlest thing to make it that mountain because like we're panicking and most girls and most guys when it comes to the opposite sex of that are kind of like well I don't need this project they kind of look at pessimists like projects because like all it takes is some little thing sometimes to like really make us think about this relationship some girls like that project aspect of a relationship because they want to build a motherfucker or change a motherfucker because they feel like they can and then they give up when they can But see, I mean, when it comes to the whole change thing, you can't change right away. You got to do little subtle changes. And sometimes it's not even the big one that they want. It's like the little stupid, goofy thing sometimes. And that's what I think really keeps a woman around is if you can make her still laugh, even if she's pissed at you. Yeah. And if she loves the little goofy shit about you. Yeah. I feel like if in order for me to even consider changing for you, you got to at least love things about me that I won't change. Right. Like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm a little bit of a klutz, you know, I got I love cartoons. Shit. Yeah. Like, I watch I, my cartoons. I'm not going to stop watching cartoons because I'm right. 35. Like I'm going right. to still watch. I mean, it's cartoons. adult cartoons. It's exactly. not like I'm watching fucking Nickelodeon or exactly. fucking, you know what I mean? I'm watching adult. Cartoons. I still will watch Nickelodeon until today. I don't I watch fuck. old Nickelodeon. Yeah, shit. Old shit. I'm not, not watching none of this new shit, yeah, but like, you know, yeah. if, I, if I see an episode of Rugrats on, hell yeah. Why not? It. You know, I mean, even if Doug, I'm still fucking with my phone, you know what I mean? If I see Doug on... And it's a hot, a fire episode of Doug. I'm watching it. Oh, yeah. I'm watching it. Like, I don't give a fuck because it's Doug. Like, that's... I grew up wanting to be like Doug. Yeah. I mean, I... Yeah, everybody, I think, did. We all had that patty mayonnaise. I always felt like Doug was the cartoon version of Boy Meets World. Yeah. And Boy Meets World, you know, I mean... Boy Meets World was the shit. Yeah. And that taught you a lot, you know? And I think I, I, I think I chose the Sean route in life. Oh, um, definitely. You know? You definitely chose the Sean route. I've always been Corey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bro. I've been Corey when I didn't want to be I'm kind of glad I did because if I do find a beautiful black girl like Sean did, it'd be, yeah, it'd be game <laughs> over, bro. I would have completed that cycle of Sean. But see, the thing is, though, you didn't watch Girl Meets World. No. Because Sean ends up getting married to Corey's daughter's best friend's mom. Oh. White lady. And it's still cool because the lady, she was like, you know, like Sean. Like, she's working in a diner, making ends meet, trying to, you know, do what she can. Sean grows up and he's like a, a, a New York writer. So he's pretty he's pretty good. You know, he, he's a, he writes for... Well, it's because Sean, Sean is an emotional guy and like, so am I. And Sean like, was so emotional, man. Sometimes I think Sean was too emotional. Well, yeah, but that was because look at the upbringing. I mean, his dad was never around. You know, he never really felt like he had anybody. Yeah. You know, I mean. His dad died. Yeah. Found out he had a brother. Yeah. Yeah. You know. That shit will get to you for sure. It will. I mean, I mean, that's no way to really take it out on anybody. And I'm not saying that Sean did. I mean, there was a couple of episodes where he did. Yeah. But that was also because he felt like he got provoked to make that action. No, I feel like Sean loved to run away. He was the king of running the fuck away, and then Corey comes and finds him and brings him home. A lot of times, Corey was harder than Sean. Corey would be the one to be like, look, motherfucker, this this is what it is. Stop acting like a bitch. We, st- we love you. Right. You yeah. got to let this shit go, and then Sean will come back. 
Yeah. Corey was the voice of reason. But also, I kind of feel like Sean put himself in that position. Because when they was kids, he was a hoe. He was fucking all the bitches. And oh, Corey, well, yeah. Corey wasn't. Well, yeah. Just like you. Yeah. I wasn't getting shit. And you was with bitches all the time. <laughs> and I was definitely Corey. I'm just sitting on the locker like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. Why does he have so many bitches? I don't have no bitches. I just one weird bitch. And I did have one weird bitch in high school. And that was lots of pain. So it was like, I think Sean, Sean shouldn't have hung around Corey and Topanga so much. When you make yourself a third wheel, you're gonna feel like a third wheel all the time. Right, and 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 I think that's what takes me back to like my completion with Sean because like I hung out with a couple for so long, I became that third wheel Ashley thought Chris. mentality. Yeah, you did become the third wheel too to them. And then what? That's the night that really woke me up. That really woke me up to that thought was when Chase looked at Chris and said, all of this actions are your fault. What do you mean? The way I am now. Like, I'm quiet when I get around people. You know, usually a group of people. I just kind of, like, fade back, you know, just chill. You know. Chase said that to you? No, Chase said that to Chris. Oh, he said all these actions are your fault to Chris. Yeah. Absolutely. Man, I wish I was there for that. Absolutely. And then, like, a few weeks later, that's when me and Chris almost got into it at that bar because, like, I was just nonchalantly talking to this waitress. You know, just, I wasn't, I mean, maybe to him I was flirting, but I was just, like, poking fun, you know, I was having a little giggle laugh. I knew she had a, a husband or something because she had a ring. Mm. But I'm still going to poke a little fun, you know what I mean? I, that's, that's just how I am. For. When you're a waitress or a bartender, you yeah. know you get hit on. That's how you get your tips. Yeah. And then Chris leans in and was like, man, maybe you should just stick to black girls. And I was like, wait a minute, what the fuck? He said that in front of the girl? Yeah. That's Why I was still... as fuck. Yeah. And then, like, you know, I fucking, uh, you know, I was like, dude, you know, I fucked your girl, you know. And she is white, you know. <laughs> and that's when he stood up. And then, like, Mark grabbed him. I stood up. I was ready to go. And Mark pulled him back. And then fucking, you know, he was like, you know, I'm pretty sure he probably said, you know, he ain't worth it. He's a piece of shit. Ba da 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 da. You know, probably trying to cool him down, saying whatever in the book mm-hmm. to really cool him down. You know, and I'm standing out by the door at the bar screaming, you know, I'm telling the bar, like, you know, I'm sorry I'm being an asshole right now, but this has been a long time coming. I'm like, I'm fucking right here, bro. You know, I'm right here. Damn, I wish I missed everything, man. And, uh, <laughs> everything. you know, so fucking, uh, you know, I let, you know, they leave and shit and I go back to the bar and, uh, she was like, well, I think your friends left without you. I said, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's fine though. I got money to get home. I can call a cab. She was like, I'm starting to think that you two don't need to be friends anymore. She was like, whatever toxic thing's going on, you both just need to get away from it. And that was it. And that was it. And I haven't talked to him since. Since that one night at the bar. Yeah, at the bar. Which is, you know, I mean, I'm over all that shit. But, like, that's what woke me up about my third wheel. And, like, you know, me being Sean in our group of friends. Yeah. You know, I did everything that Sean did in life and I'm starting to realize all that shit so so that means it's gonna be a happy ending for you oh somewhere you know what I mean and you know and that's the reason why I like you know I'm starting to get healthy you know I'm drinking water I'm trying to change a little bit of these like you know unhealthy things that I do to myself for sure man Tell you. you know so I know change is coming you know and the biggest thing about it right now honestly inside of myself is like I'm not really waiting for anything though mm. 
you know, like I always felt like I had to wait for something, and now I just feel like, you know what, I don't, I don't have to wait. You really got Charlie's, man. I love those. You've you know, had them. you had them before? Yeah. If I, don't drink, if I don't drink water, I'll drink these, because yeah. it's just as good for you. It's got fruit and shit yeah, in it? It's yeah, it's fucking really good for you. They should be paying us. I don't know. <laughs> Sponsor these motherfuckers right now. Oh, I drink <laughs> that body armor. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've been seeing them shits, too. I meant to get one, because I seen the strawberry banana the other day. I drink the orange mango and the blackberry. That one I gave you that night. So it's been going on with you. It's been like, what, a week since I seen you? When we did the last show a week ago. Oh, shit, man, just working, dude. Fucking, you know, back up at the school and shit. Yeah. Chasing these kids out after seven. (laughs) They're like, what, are we not allowed to be in here? I'm like, you got a teacher with you? No, then get the hell out. (laughs) I didn't say hell to them. I'm like, but you got to get out. And they're like, well, we're just here to use the bathroom. I said, everything's locked up down here. So you're going to go down there, and then you're going to leave. Yep. They're like, okay, thank you. Because I was like, man, well, how did y'all get in here? And they're like, there's a door open. I'm like, Come on, man. You know we used to be able to sneak into the school. Oh, I know. Because when we own certain doors, we used shit. to go hooping and shit. I know. Right before this shit would even open. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can, you go to the school, you can get in that bitch. <laughs> you, oh, yeah. You know what doors is not. But high. see, but like, you know. For my job safety, you know, for a student, all it all it takes is for that student to say, "Oh, he touched me," even though I didn't do anything, mm-hmm. you know. But that's all it takes nowadays. Oh no, and for like, sure, because you're a grown man, so yeah. they can use that shit like yeah. nothing, you and know? they will automatically believe the fucking kid. Oh yeah, but I'm gonna pull me up to a fucking polygraph, and I guarantee you, I'm gonna come back fucking telling the truth. Yeah, they automatically believe the kids. Kids are little fucking shits. Oh yeah, but see, like I'm kind of keeping them in check. Cause like you know, I told them, like, hey, I went through this school. I was another athlete, mm-hmm. so we gotta be. You know, this is the brotherhood. You know, you gotta help me, and I'll help you. You know what I'm saying? Like I told these kids that. Like I told the whole baseball team, like y'all need to pick up your stuff before you go, and that's trash included. Yeah. You know, but I didn't say it in a dickish way. I said it kind of like a big brother dad type way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's the way to do it, man. Don't don't be an asshole to them, cause we just like that, just like us. We didn't respect authority either, <laughs> unless that like certain authorities I would respect because of how they came at me. Oh yeah, and, and and then like that was the same thing with the janitorial crew that worked uh, back when we were kids. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you know we had kitchen, you know we oh, had yeah. Charles, you see kitchen? we I'm had Julius. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We had Ed. You know, we had a lot of cool custodians that would, you know, like poke fun at us. And we knew that's all it was. It was just we were poking fun at each other because they could see the man in us at 15 years old. Yep, pretty much. You know, they knew that we had that type of humor to like take those jokes, you know, like, oh man, look at this little douchebag, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, oh man, look at this big douchebag, you know? That's like, we grew up with them. Yeah, and you they know? They grew up with us and they see who we are. They know that we're good people at heart. Yeah, you know, but, you know, we'll, st- you know, like I said, you know, in that last episode, you know, we can be bears or we can be teddy bears. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We have that switch. And, that, and, that, and I think that's a lot of people in that trailer park, we have a switch in us. Yeah. You know, it's so like where we can be all cool and copacetic and then all of a sudden it's, it's to 100. 